Shalom Abrach, we're up to you. Almost up. You test. Today's Nav discusses the halachas of Zika. Ke knuso domi. Is the Zika like a marriage? Like there's more than just a minor connection between he who is chayiv in Yubim and Chalitza? We also have on Amabez the discussion of Maimer Bal Korcho. But we begin in the middle of the sugya of Eishas Ochi of Shlohei Bar Elamoi, where Levi is born after Ruven had died. And we mentioned Rev Shimon in our Mishnah, who holds that Levi could do Yibamor Chalitza to either one of his sister in laws. But we said that was only in a case when either there were only two brothers, or when he was born before Shimon did Yibam, and before Shimon died. That's where Levi, even according to Rav Shimon, would be in Eishazach of Shalei So now the Gemara asks, I hear if Shimon had done Yibum, and then Levi was born. So when Levi is born now, Ruvain's widow is Shimon's wife. But if he's born, and then Shimon does Yibum, why would he be in Eishazach of Shalei Why would he answer her in the Tzaris? The Gemara answers, Rav Shimon holds, that there is a zika, a connection between Shimon and Reuven's widow, even before Yibum, and that zika is like they are already married. So she is not mother to Levi. She's still part of the family. Yosef asks Akasha, if there is a zika and Shimon does Maimer, this is where Shimon is Mesopic, whether it's as if Shimon is, is Kiknusa married to her or not. But what happens if it's only a zika? What would Shimon hold there? Then he'd hold it's vada mutter. I have a Mishnah that says when there are three brothers who marry three random girls, one of them dies, and the second one does maimer and dies before getting to do yibum. The third brother does chalitza, but not yibum. Because you have a puzzle. You only do yibum when there's one zika, but not when there's two zikas on Ruvain's widow. He was, she was Zakuk to Shimon, and now she's also Zakuk. She also has, a, she also has Zika to Levi. So he could only do Chalitza. Rabbi Shimon, however, says Levi could do Yibim in this case as well. He could do Chalitza on the second wife. He could do Yibim on both. Because maybe there is Zika, and then there are two Yivamas from Shimon. But he still have to do Chalitza on the other one, because maybe. This Yibum is not going to potter the other wife. Because maybe ain't Zika. Maybe the Zika is not like they're married. In which case, Reuven's wife and Shimon's wife are two different Batim. So you see that if Shimon is actually Mesupik about Zika. If you want to say that maybe if Shimon is only Mesupik, meaning Midarai, so you should do Yibum on one and it actually potters the other one. Or if Shimon's whole time is because of Mimer. And we have a, uh, the Brisa tells us. Uh, if Shimon told the Chachamim that if the Mimer is a good Mimer on the second one, then he's being boiled the second wife. If the second Mimer is not a good Mimer, then he's being boiled the first wife. You see, that according to Rav Shimon, we need Mimer even with a Zika. So Abai answers, there's no difference between one Zika or two Zika. Maybe Rav Shimon was saying that Zika is Keknusa only when there's one Yavah. But when there's two, when Ruven and Shimon had died, he wouldn't hold that. The problem is that you can't say that if Shimon 
differentiates between one and two zikois. We have a brisa that tells us that if Shimon said a klal, that whenever Levi is born, before Shimon gets married, he doesn't do chalitza or yibum. If they were already married and then Levi's born, he could do chalitza or yibum when Shimon dies. L'chayri this is talking about, this brisa is talking about, even when there's one yavum. And he says, no chalitza, no yibum. You see that there's no zika. The commandment says, no, really, we're talking about when there's two yavamim. It's telling me that if there's one yavam also, he could do chalitza or yibum. The commandment says, if that's true, then we said that if Shimon got married before Levi's born, then Levi has the option of doing chalitza or yibum, then it should have said it all together. That if Shimon is only saying zalacha when there's two yavamim, but when there's only one yavam, then he has the option of Chalitza or Yibam. Gemara answers that really, we're always talking about when there are two Yivamin. So why did Hashem use the of a Klal? Plus, asks, in a case when you have three brothers, and two of the brothers marry two sisters, or uh, a mother and a daughter, or a woman and her daughter's daughter, or a woman and her son's daughter, Levi only does Chalitza, but he doesn't do any Yibam. However, if Shimon says you're even allowed to do Yibam, and if if Shimon holds that there's a Zika, and Zika is Kiknusa, like their mom is married, not quite Eshesish, but their mom is married, Abrach Baron and the Pravarsky explain why it's not Eshesish, it's, it's a different halacha. If if Shimon holds that Zika is Kiknusa, why doesn't Levi do Yibam on one of the widows, and that'll potter the other one? So if Amram answers, that's what it means. It doesn't mean that he's potter, like Amri means he's potter, from marrying the second one. Meaning, doing Yibam on one will potter the second. I, the Lashon was, if Shimon potters both, b'shtehen. So Rav answers, it means the second of the two. The second of the first set, and the second of the second set. The problem with Rav is that Rav is setting up four sets. Plus, we should have just said, in, in that case, if Shimon should have said that it's Potter on all four of them. We also have a Brysa that tells us if Shimon Potter's both of them from Chalitza and Yibum, because of the Pasuk Ve'isho Elachoyzolisikach Litzror. He learns from that, from there, that when these two widows are Torres to each other, you don't have to take either one. Salamai Ravashi comes in and he says, We're talking about when Ruvain and Shimon died one after another, then in a Hanami. But we're talking about when Reuven and Shimon died at the same time. And if Shimon holds like a Beisagalili, he holds that it's possible. We say halachically that two things can happen simultaneously. Beisagalili says it's halacha when you're talking about a Bachar. If you have uh, twin animals that are born simultaneously, the Torah, Lav Nitno Malachi Asharis, and we could say that they both have the din of Bachar. Even though Practically, one of them has to be born first, but we could be, it's called Litzamtzim, and make them both the first, and call it simultaneous. Next, if Papa tells us, if Shimon does Yibum, before Levi's born, that's where if Shimon comes in and, 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 with his Shita. But if Levi was born, before Shimon had the chance to do Yibum, if Shimon is on the same page as Darabonon. I don't, what, what's, what's our Mishnah teaching us extra? And a Hanami, it's not a Chiddush, it's a Loizu Afzu. According to the Rabbanon, we have a, a Brysa like Rav Papa to back him up. And this Brysa will be Akash, Navoshi's understanding of our Mishnah. 
We learned that if you have two bro- brothers, one of them dies without kids. The second one does a mimer. But before he gets the chance to do yibum, before, before he even gets the chance to do the mimer, he plans on doing mimer, a third brother is born. Levi comes into the picture. And then Shimon dies. So while Shimon's on the way to do mimer, Levi's born and then dies. And then Shimon dies. So Ruven's wife is off because she's Eshesachiv. So Shimon's wife. Because when Levi was born, Shimon was still married to his wife. She, he was still alive. So she's an Eshesachiv Shalei The second one, he can do Levi does Chalitza or Yibum. If Shimon had done Mimer and then Levi's born, or Levi's born, then he does Mimer and dies, the first wife... Uh, she's Potter because she's an Eshashach of Shalayla Be'elamai. And the second one can only do Chalitza with Levi, but not Yibum. If Shimon have a, here, he tells us, if Shimon holds, that if Levi does my, uh, if Shimon does Maimer, then afterwards Levi's born. If Levi does Yibum or Chalitza, he'll Potter the, the other Torah. So I have three explanations of this. Number one, doing Chalitza, and someone who does Maimer does not potter her tzara. Number two, if Shimon does Yibum and then Levi's born, or if Shimon does Yibum after Levi's born and then dies, they're both potter from Chalitza and Yibum. And number three, if Shimon does Yibum and then Levi's born, and then Shimon dies after Levi's born, then they're both potter from Chalitza and Yibum, according to a mayor. But if Shimon will say, since when Levi was born, she was muttered to him. There was not even a moment when they were also to each other. Levi does Yibum to either one, either Reuven or Shimon's widows, or Chalitza to either one, and that'll pop to the, the other, her tzara. In the case of the Seifa, where Shimon does, Levi be, does Yibum before Levi is born, who's that going like? Reb Meir or Reb Shimon? Well, if you're going like Reb, Shimon, Reb Meir, Reb Meir held the same thing, whether... Shimon did Yibam before Levi was born or after Levi was born. Elamai, we have to be going like of Shimon in the Seifa. And we're talking about where Shimon did Yibam and then Levi was born. That's where Rav Shimon's going to argue and say that Levi can do Yibam or Chalitza because he found everyone better. But where Levi was born already, there if Shimon would agree. Next thing Gemara tells us, if Shimon does Maimer, he, he stands up to do Maimer. But on his way, Levi's born. And then Shimon dies. Shimon's wife is Potter as an Eshashach of Shalohei wife does either Chalitza or Yibum with Levi. The Gemara asks, what does it mean for Shimon to be Omat, to get up to go do Maimer? If he gave her the Kesar of the Shtar, then he did it. If he didn't, if he didn't, he didn't. Elamai, he had in mind to give it with her das. But he was only able to give her the Kesar of the Shtar bal karcha. This is not like Rebbe. We learned in Abraisa, Rebbe Shita, that if someone does Maimer with his, yivom, with his Yivoma, without her das, Rebbe holds that it's a full Kenyan. The Chachamim say it's not. What's Pshad in Rebbe? He learns... Yivama from Yivama. He's trying to be Mekadashir within Yivama, so just like Yivama has to be done, can be done even by Karcha, 
So to Kiddushin, this Mimer can be done by Karacha. But the Rabbanon learn out. Maisa, this is an, uh, a, an action of Kiddushin. So they learn it from Kiddushin, just like. Kiddushin has to only be done midaita, doesn't work, Balkarcha, so too, Maimer must be done midaita and won't work, Balkarcha. They're arguing whether to learn out from Yavamas or from Kiddushin, because we're talking about an, a Maise Kiddushin within the context of Yavama, of Yavamas. Next, the Gemara says that if Shimon does Maimer, and then Levi's born, or even if Levi's born, Shimon does Maimer, and then Shimon dies, Shimon's wife is an Eshishach Shalala and he, she is Potter. Ruven's wife does either chalitza or uh, but not yivam, but not uh, yibum. However, Rabbi Shimon says Levi can do yibum or chalitza with either one and pater hurts Sarah. Who's Rabbi Shimon going like? What's his, what's the case that he's talking about? If Levi was born before Shimon did Maimer, we already said that if Levi's born and then Shimon does yibum, Rabbi Shimon agrees. With the Chachamim. Otherwise, we have to be talking about a case where Shimon did Maimer and then Levi's born. We see that doing Chalitza to a woman who got Maimer from Shimon doesn't potter Reuven's wife. Will not potter a Maimeres's Tzara. Why not? Because Reuven's wife, Shimon's wife's Tzara, the one who got Maimer, Reuven's wife is a, is a Vadai. And Shimon's wife, who got Maimer, is only a Sophic. And a Sophic doing Yibum or Chalitza with a Sophic cannot be Maitzi, her Tzara, who's a Vadai. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.